Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's video, I'd like to say a huge thank you and give a shout out to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, Finn McCool, and Jess Black Curtin for being those who dwell below. With today's video, we are ending the month with a bang, with some true terrifying cryptid encounters. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. A creature was trying to come into our house until one day it just stopped. By Freebird9804. For some background, I live in the California foothills. My parents and I moved into this house from the city in late 2017, after it had been sitting empty for over a year. The day we moved in, my mother and I arrived first to clean while my father and brother drove the moving truck. Right off the bat I was uneasy, but tried to write it off. The property felt heavy, it's the only way I can describe it. Some people describe the feeling of being watched inside their homes, but I had that feeling any time I stepped outside. We were going to sweep and mop the floors, dust the baseboards and windowsills, when I started noticing this white granular powder all along the baseboards and the windowsills, and the doorways. I immediately told my mother, who told me not to worry about it and sweep it up. By the time I had swept up every room and cleaned off the windowsills, I was certain it was salt. A lot of it. But fine, whatever. The people that lived here before were superstitious. Okay, I can live with that. We unpacked the truck over the next week. I was setting up my room when the next bizarre events started happening. Knocking on the windows. Always quick raps that sounded like someone knocking with their knuckles. It would happen so often on all the windows in the house, but when you turn, no one would be there. You'd go outside and no one would be around the house. This only escalated. My brother and I would walk the dogs around the property. They were older, small dogs who were always good-natured and calm, except for when they were outside at this new house. They would growl, puff out, and get extremely agitated. They hated being outside. Then we started finding the animal carcasses. They were always small creatures, rats, toads, bats, and the biggest we ever found was a raccoon. The animals had been gutted, a single deliberate line down their torso, starting at their chest and ending near their rear. No internal organs left. They looked practically mummified, like something had sucked the fluid and blood and organs right out of them. It was one of the most bizarre and brutal things I have ever seen. My brother would stay up late in his room on his computer every night. He liked to game with his friends until the early morning hours. He doesn't spook easy, but on more than one occasion, I would wake up to him shaking me awake, terrified, saying that something massive on two legs was walking around outside his bedroom window, which he would have open at night. He said it would walk right up to his bedroom window and stop, and when he would look toward the sound, he could hear it scrambling away. I never saw it with my own eyes, and neither did he, but the motion lights outside would be activated every single time, leading to the woods near the back of our property. I know what you're probably thinking. All of this up to this point can be explained away rationally, a crazy person living in the woods, some neighbour messing with us for whatever reason. Well, that was what I told myself, so I could sleep a little easier at night. Then the banging started. It was so loud and it would sound like it was coming from everywhere at once. The walls would literally vibrate. 
picture frames rattling right off the walls. It was like something massive, stronger than any crazy person, was pounding on the exterior walls of the house, always late at night, and always in more places than just one. I could never pinpoint the source directly. My brother and I would stumble out of our bedrooms petrified, and my mum would lead us to her room, where we would stay after that. My father would walk the perimeter of our property with his gun, but never found anything. No footprints, no people, nothing. This happened for probably six months, and every time a major event would happen, my dad would walk the perimeters with his rifle, and come back with nothing. We felt like we were going insane. Then, suddenly, it just stopped. The mutilated animals stopped appearing. I stopped feeling like I was being watched any time I would go outside. My dogs stopped being so on edge any time I took them out, and the property itself seemed to get lighter, like it finally took a deep breath after holding it in for so long. I genuinely have no explanation, or even a clue, as to what that creature, being, or entity even was. I'm just glad it seems to have moved on. Something was in the woods late at night by Captain Crunch 09. This happened almost a year ago. My girlfriend and I visited her parents' house, which was her old home in Alabama, specifically Crenshaw County. For those who don't know, that's basically the middle of fucking nowhere, the boonies. Being from a large city myself, I'm completely out of my element. I already visited her parents once before with her. She has always told me her house was haunted and the woods were sketchy at night. But when I visited the first time with her, nothing happened whatsoever. I chalked it up as some tall tale to creep out the city boy. That is, until we visited her parents the second time. Her father works in Montgomery for the weekdays, so he's gone a lot. And her mother had to be in Atlanta for three days due to a job. We were home alone those three days, unless you want to count her cats as well. The one-story house is in the middle of absolute fucking nowhere with the nearest house down the road from us. On one of those nights at around 12am, I'm sitting in bed with her completely asleep. I'm scrolling through Facebook and my Twitter, YouTube notifications when I begin to hear what sounded like my girlfriend's voice coming from her. I turn to look at her to see if she's sleep-talking. Nothing. She's quiet. I continue to go through my notifications for a bit, and I hear her again. This time it sounds like it's coming from outside, behind the bedroom wall, toward the same direction as my girlfriend, and much louder and echoey. I get up and look around to see if any TV is on, or any of the cats are making noises, even though the TVs aren't in the direction I heard the voice coming from. Nothing. The TVs are off and the cats are asleep or just lazing around. I even checked her phone which was on the nightstand to my right, in case it was on or playing audio. Nothing. Just charging. I go back to bed with her and continue going about my business, but this time I'm looking out for the voice. This time I hear it again, but much clearer and louder. It sounds exactly like my girlfriend's voice, and it was coming from outside again for sure. I know this because she's sleeping on my left, and towards my left is also the wall, which on the other side is a clearing and all dense woods. After this, I shift all my focus and my attention to the loud voice, seeing if I'll hear it again. This is the part where I internally started going, 
Nah, fuck this shit. I'm not going to find out what the fuck you are. I've seen way too many movies and YouTube videos about this, and I'm not about to go out there and find out. I heard the voice one more time. Yet this time, it didn't sound closer, but just a little farther, which leads me to believe that it's something physically moving around the clearing bordering the woods. The scary shit about the voice that got me freaking out? It was still clear enough that I started making out human speech, but it was messed up, like it was speaking phrases using my girlfriend's voice, but none of the words were making any sense, basically like it was trying to speak English, but reversed. At that point, I did one final check around the house to see if all the doors were locked. My rational mind was thinking, it was probably just a lost meth head in the woods, and definitely not a wendigo or skinwalker or whatever the fuck. I made sure the curtains were closed, and I just went to bed. I told my girlfriend the very next morning, and she seemed rightfully freaked out, but we ended up cracking jokes about it to cope. I posted this experience to Facebook about a week later, and a ton of my friends threw around some thoughts that it could have very well been something paranormal. A friend of my girlfriend who studies in cryptozoology asked me a ton of questions relating to the incident, and basically flat out said, yeah, that's a Wendigo. Yet, I don't know how credible of an opinion that would be. I'm inching to believe it, because what I heard that night was exactly my girlfriend's voice. I swear I could make out my name in the garbled up speech I was hearing, but I'm not too sure on that much. It was like it was trying to lure me into the woods. Whatever it was, it got my girlfriend's voice, pitch, tone and patterns just right enough for me to listen, but not enough to get me out there with it. I haven't been back since, but we're planning to go back in October and hit up Disney World with her family. I'm hoping whatever it is, isn't there anymore. Experience with the Demon slash Cryptid by General Crooks Around two or three years ago, I was with some friends in my car outside one of my friend's houses. It was around 9pm in the winter time, so it was relatively dark out but clear weather. There were five of us in the car, myself and a friend in the passenger seat, as well as three friends sitting in the middle row. It's an SUV. We were talking about some random topic, when all of a sudden I felt an intense feeling go down my spine, like we were being watched. I turned to my friend in the passenger seat, and he looked up at me at the same time like he had just seen a ghost. I asked him if he felt that too, and he said yes. None of my other friends in the back felt anything. We felt really strange, but ignored it and kept talking. A few minutes later, the feeling came back stronger than before, and once again my friend and I looked at each other at the same time. He looked right past me out the driver's side window, and told me not to turn around. None of my other friends saw anything, but he said there was something out there, and I felt some sort of presence behind me. We took turns describing to each other what we sensed it looked like, and we were for sure both seeing and sensing the same thing. It was pure white and humanoid, but the details of what we sensed are fuzzy to me. After a minute or so, it went away, and we were totally spooked. This is where it gets weirder. My friend and I both felt the presence making circles around the car, and we began to both see green glowing circles moving quickly around it. It's hard to explain, but we couldn't really see them. It was more knowing they were there. They began to move faster, 
and we were freaking the hell out. Then, all of a sudden, they disappeared. Once again, we both saw slash felt these, but nobody in the back did. Then, my passenger seat friend and I were leaning back to talk to the middle row, when all of a sudden, on the sidewalk behind the car, there was a flash of white light, and a creature sprinting down towards us. It was pure white, bipedal, somewhat humanoid, and very tall and lanky. I'm going to guess it was probably seven foot tall. It had a horse-shaped head, long, black, thin hair, black eyes, and claws. My friend and I in the front screamed simultaneously, started the car, and got the hell out of there. Once we were far, far away, we once again took turns describing to each other what we saw, and we were both on point with each other's descriptions. I took everyone home, then as I was driving home, I still felt the presence behind me. I couldn't tell if it was in the car or not, but whenever I got to a stop sign, I felt it catching up. So I sped the rest of the way back home. Once I got home, it was gone. Both my friend and I could sense that whatever it was, wasn't there to kill us or anything, just to make its presence known. Nothing like it has happened before or since, and the only relevant connecting factor between my passenger seat friend and I is that we both were Christian at the time. Strange Encounter at the Woods by Takeshi15 A buddy of mine owns a farm in the Ozarks. It has 40 thick wooded acres and hollows in the back of the property that we use for hunting. As far as we know, him and I are the only ones who go on this part of the property. The neighbouring landowner slash farmer says he was chased out late at night by a green orb and will never go back. We also shoot out there every night, so we know there is no human foot traffic back there. Us being sceptics, we weren't bothered by the stories. One night after target shooting, we decided to head out of the woods and back up to the holler towards his house at the top of the hill. We got out of the woods, right where the freshly stocked pond was, and decided to see how the fish were doing. We heard a scream like noise coming from the woods far away, almost like a coyote lost from the pack. We screamed back to see how close it would dare to get to us. It was a beautiful night actually, and we decided to light a cigar and take in the view of the moon as we waited to hear something back. We faced back down the hill and blew our smoke into the air. I noted the air was alarmingly calm to him as my smoke carried on endlessly, never losing form. I noticed and brought his attention to how there was no noise at all anymore, not even crickets. We got really intentional and started listening harder, and that's when we heard an owl that hooted a couple of times, probably 50 yards away. It actually brought some peace to my mind that I wasn't going crazy in the dark or something. We only had one headlamp, by the way, and my buddy was wearing it. At this point, the owl calmed my nerves, but in this time, my buddy had let his cigar go out. He was on my left, one foot behind me. He goes to light his cigar with a torch, gets it lit, begins to puff it, and clap. A bright, quick, small explosion between our heads, like a TNT firecracker, goes off, and I flinch down to the right, because simultaneously, I feel shrapnel or pebbles hit the left side of my head. My buddy flinches back, because he felt shrapnel or pebbles in the front of his forehead where the headlamp was. I recovered and looked back at him, and then his cigar, and then down to our feet to examine what just happened. My first instinct was that his cigar exploded. I asked him immediately, what the fuck was that? And he grabs his headlamp, 
frantically turning it on and off, thinking his headlamp exploded. It continued to work perfectly fine, and never stopped to this day. We stood there with our guns tighter, and examined the ground for a pop snapper firecracker casing, or something that might have been thrown at us, and we listened to see if someone was messing with us, but after five minutes of not being able to explain it, we started to walk back up the rest of the hill, almost got to the house, when it was like the volume in the woods was turned up a dial. Immediately as soon as we stepped out, the crickets were going louder than I had ever heard them before, and the wind was blowing again. We still don't know how to explain it. Was this supernatural? Extraterrestrial? A shaman or shapeshifter? Bigfoot, getting revenge on us for shooting in the woods all the time? We actually have gone back many times at night to find an explanation, but we haven't had any more encounters beside the feeling of being watched. During one of our day expeditions, we found an eight-foot section, shaped like a large human, that had been laying on its side, right near that incident. Half-Man, Half-Dog Encounter by Kelly Bug, 87 It was the end of my shift, and I decided to take the trash out with me, since I parked right beside the dumpster. As I was walking toward the dumpster, I heard what sounded like a dog whining, so I looked around. I didn't see anything, so as I walked to my car, I kept looking around to see if I could find the hurt pup. I unlock my car and do another quick scan of my surroundings, when a car that was turning onto the street illuminated the yard across the street from where I was. It was a quick glance, but long enough to freak me out. I saw crouching near a fence, a giant, half-man, half-dog creature. I just stared, even after the car passes by. I could feel it watching me, and I just stared in the area I saw it. My mind wasn't processing what I saw, and my danger sensors weren't going off. I was stuck in shock. Then something snapped me out of whatever trance I was in, and I jumped into my car and locked the doors. As I sat there trying to tell myself what I saw, I was trying to rationalise it. Maybe it wasn't a humanoid dog. Definitely wasn't a werewolf. I finally started my car and left. I had a long drive home down a very empty and dark highway, and I felt like I was being followed the entire way home. I got to my ex-boyfriend's mom's house, where I was staying at the time, and I ran inside. Because as silly as this sounds, I felt like I was being watched. A few days went by, and I forgot about my encounter, until I was closing again, and decided not to take the trash out. That was a job the morning crew could handle. But as I locked the store and walked to my car, there on the hood were flowers picked from the ground, little Indian paintbrushes and some other wildflowers. I was a little worried, because I was afraid my ex was playing with me, and we were broken up, but I still lived with his mom, and he lived with some friends. He was a loser with no car, so he couldn't have put them there. But I also never thought that he would beat me and cheat on me, and he did that too, so I couldn't be too sure. I took the flowers and got into my car, and took my usual route home. The music was blaring, and as I was getting closer to the only street light that illuminated a crossroad, I saw this towering figure standing in the middle of the road. I stopped just short of the circle of light on the road. I was sitting in the dark, but in front of me under the light, there it was. Huge. I could see its snout, and the claws, and its extremely muscled legs. It was hairy, and walked towards my car. I was scared. It reached out and put its long, over-exaggerated paw on the hood of my car, and pressed down, 
causing the front end to buckle. I thought, this is it. This is how I die, on an old empty road late at night. Luckily, an 18-wheeler came over the hill, and it ran off. Again, I got home and ran inside. A few weeks passed, and I put the encounter in the furthest part of my head. I didn't want to think about it. My mind couldn't process if it was real or a dream, so I just didn't think about it. Fast forward to a month later, I started talking to someone I met online, and we were meeting for the first time. I remembered in the clothes I threw on my bed from the dryer, there was a skirt, and I had bought the perfect shirt to wear with it. But when I got home, the skirt wasn't on my bed. I thought maybe my ex's mum hid it, but she said she had no idea what I was talking about, so I picked a different outfit. The date went okay, but I didn't really talk to the guy after the date. He ghosted me. I was kind of sad, but not surprised, as that's what usually happens to me anyway, so I didn't dwell on it too much. A few more weeks went by, and one morning I heard my ex's mum's dog barking and freaking out. She usually puts him outside before she goes to work, and I let him in when I get up. He was going crazy, so I went to check on him. He had wrapped his lead around a pole, so I went to untangle him. Nothing was in the yard. No animals, nothing. So I went back inside to use the bathroom, and when I went back out to let him in, there was my skirt I lost a month before, sitting in the grass, damp from the morning dew. It smelled horrible, and had tiny holes all throughout it. It wasn't there when I went outside before, but it was there now. I couldn't believe it. I sent pictures to my ex's mom, and I told her I found my skirt. I don't know how it ended up outside with holes in it. It wasn't dirty, so there was no way the dog buried it, but it did have a funky smell. I moved out shortly after, because living there I found out why my ex was toxic. I sometimes feel like I'm being watched still, but I'm not scared by it anymore. I look at this entity as a guardian and protector. I don't know if it's all related, but I like to think it is. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. I myself really enjoyed reading it. If you liked the video, make sure to leave a like. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel, making sure you hit that notification bell so you know when the next video goes live. So, until next time, sleep tight.